0: Hello and welcome to the Unusual Stories Podcast. I am your host, Wojciech Salski, and in these episodes I will share my writing as well as thoughts on different topics that come to me as I put a pen onto a page each day. At the end of each reading, I will offer you a little insight to my thoughts and a nudge of inspiration to look into your own life and hopefully entertain ideas of your own choosing. Without humor, all the world's pain would be unbearable to withstand, thought the boy as he crossed the street heading home. Without humor, one would be destined to suffer forever. The explosion-like sound shaken the cafe thoroughly. Everyone's eyes instantly turned toward the supposed epicenter of the bank's source. The boy froze in his place one of his hands still holding the ladle, with which he was spreading Nutella over the waffle. His heartbeat jumped up, above a hundred beats per minute, while his brain, slightly shaken, tried to comprehend what happened. What was that? His supervisor asked from the back of the shop. Everyone wanted to know. Clients stopped their conversations and stared towards the bar, where the boy and his co-worker were operating. His partner was shaken to the core, as the confusing explosion occurred exactly behind his back, with its blow definitely reaching the guy's body. He appeared to be in shock. What happened? He kept saying while checking his back and torso for injury. What happened? The boy's mind took a few seconds to reset and understand the situation, as the boggled echo of the surprising bang rang inside his ears. He looked in the direction, noticed what his friend was doing and realized what took place. It must have been the coke, he declared rather loudly. A frozen bottle of coke must have exploded. His co-worker was dumbfounded. Obviously, there was no injury on his body as the only debris which reached his back was solidified liquid. But with the shock still working its black magic on the guy, he struggled to regain his calm. He looked at the boy, tried to smile, and asked if he could go to the toilet and sort himself out. Of course, bro, the answer arrived. Take your time, it's okay. While the other left, the boy tried to address the problem. Frozen and slowly melting chunks of coke were splashed across the bar with some spread as far as the wall next to the customer's seats. Noticing that, the boy had to make sure the customers were fine in the first place. He addressed the public while picking up the broom from the bar's corner. "'Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here to see our performance,' he said loudly and with a smile. Have a wonderful afternoon." A few people chuckled, and the conversations returned. A sigh of relief spread across the boy's body. The crisis was averted, but the problem still had to be taken care of. He shoveled the icy debris into the bin and started cleaning the walls, as his co-worker emerged from the bathroom. Are you okay? He asked the guy, whose face still resembled an icy landscape of a storm. I'm fine, I'm fine, his friend answered. Little shaken, that's all. The two shared a chuckle. It was both a chuckle of relief and entertainment. They were okay. Everyone was okay. I don't think anyone needs coffee after that, the boy concluded. On the way home? The boy reflected on the situation which he had a doubtful pleasure of experiencing. It was a situation to remember, an unexpected one for sure. He pondered the ways in which those moments, especially the highly tense ones, can be unloaded slightly with the use of humor. He noticed that it was his personal coping mechanism. Whenever he would find himself in a very stressful setting, his mind would initially freeze giving a bunch of funny-natured comments seconds later. It was as if through such reaction he was devaluing the event's importance and impact on his state of mind. It was a way to override the fight-or-flight response. This reasoning brought him to remember a fun fact shared in one of the books he's had the privilege to read in the passing year. The author of the study theorized that through one's attitude, A threshold of one's pain acceptance can be expanded. This idea suggested that by approaching one's problems with lighter heart, one was able to withstand more physical and mental suffering. The threshold was, without a doubt, dependent on the subject's perception. Reflecting on this in connection to the earlier event, the boy considered just how much one's humor and lightheartedness could help in the moments of crisis. It intuitively felt to him that the answer was a confirming one. In other words, it could help a lot. Without humor, all the world's pain would be unbearable to withstand, he concluded. Without humor, one would be destined to suffer indefinitely. Thank you for listening to my story. This week I wanted to touch on this subject that I've uh, <laughs> I've gotten to experience a while back, but it's actually quite a pervasive feeling that um, from time to time emerges. I think it has a lot to do with my attitude and uh, my coping mechanism. And of course we are all different, so you know, take it with a pinch of salt and don't beat yourself up or try to assume my attitude just because you know you feel like that's something worth it your biggest strengths after all are the unique skills and abilities and attitudes you have so whether or not they're fitting for you and whether or not they're working for you you're the one to decide So I would like to talk about this idea of humor as a way of uh, dealing with um, maybe not trauma. I wouldn't say it's uh, suitable to laugh in a very traumatic experience, although, you know, our body will do what our body will do. So yet again, we never know. But when it comes to things that are maybe from, you know, an observer's perspective considered trivial but uh, they touch us deeply in the moment especially if they shock us in a sort of uh, fight-or-flight state for example at work when a bottle of coke explodes <laughs> or when you know you send the email to the wrong person or someone misses the deadline and um, you know whatever really those those moments that still pick our um, heart beats up and make us feel like uh, something's really really wrong even though we're maybe not facing a tragedy of you know of a grand scale let's say i think it's very important especially in the long run to recognize the humor and the sort of to approach it with a more light-hearted attitude maybe just de-demonize it by making it um, into a funny story because ultimately most of our setbacks and uh, shortcomings can be told as a part of a funny, you know, back in the old days once those (laughs) old days become old and I think, um, you know, it's interesting I would like to invite you to consider what things do you remember from your primary school, secondary school, whatever high school, uni first job first love and first vacation time that you remember because it's funny how our memory works um, constantly overriding and um, constantly changing actually this is an interesting interesting topic maybe for another episode but uh, you know long story short the idea is that uh, you remember states that are the strongest states of um, emotions and strongest states of some sort of um, transition, change, let's say. So if something really made an impact on you, you will remember it uh, more vividly and longer possibly than something that was quite usual, you know? Try to recall yesterday's or last week's um, timetable. What did you do? You'll find that the moments that were either very high peaks or very low lows, you will remember better because those are the moments when, you know, you've learned something or you've experienced something new and uh, it's much more difficult to remember when did you brush your teeth (laughs) or at what time did you drink coffee, if you do drink coffee every day. Whereas it's probably going to be much easier to recognize when was that uh, very stressful interview you've had, or maybe when did you meet uh, your loved one? So touching on this, I wanted to share with you an experience that I've had the other day, a very, very fresh one. I've uh, applied for some job and it's quite exciting. And I'm, you know, keeping my fingers crossed that it's going to turn out okay and maybe by the time you're listening to this episode i'm already on the flip side let's say <laughs> but um, it's funny because i asked the gentleman to send me the test which is like a 48 hour journalist test on friday which is today because i'm recording this on friday um, last week and um You know, imagine my surprise and I've literally checked on my Fitbit how did my heartbeat accelerated when I've realized that they've sent me that test a day earlier. So all in all, it came out okay. If anything, maybe it even came out even better. So I'm actually quite grateful for the universe's chance, (laughs) Um, if you believe so in a fate or or luck but uh, it was quite a surprise you know imagine you you can imagine how i felt when um, the sound of an arriving email came and uh, i did not expect that test to start and suddenly it's like oh my god i have 48 hours from now let's go and um, i think my heartbeat went up into like 182 or 184 Obviously, for only a few minutes, um, but <laughs> that just shows how much, you know, no physical straining, no sudden fear. It's literally just apprehension and maybe the surprise, the, I guess the thrill of uh, getting that uh, work interview, which I really value a day earlier. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, let's go. And it's easy for me to laugh at it now, you know, two days later with it submitted and actually being quite uh, happy about it. But um, in the moment, it wasn't really, although my flatmate did not spare a laugh, which was actually quite helpful. And I think in the long run, this is what I would encourage you to do whenever you're in a situation or, you know, you're seeing someone experience something that is rather overwhelming, obviously not to laugh at someone's misery but if it's something that you know in its essence isn't life-threatening or a major trauma maybe a little bit of light-heartedness could um, help of course not to laugh at them rather with them but uh, it can definitely unload a little bit of um, you know the stress and the overwhelm which we can carry in those moments so yeah, this is the episode for this week, um, quite a random one. Um, on another, on a side note, let's say, on another note, uh, it turns out that you can get into a, a very shocking state just by a Coca-Cola uh, blowing up next to you. I must say my hands were shaken for quite a while as well. So, um, you know, a big bow to my co-worker, <laughs> uh, to whom I funded this uh traumatic experience I hope he's okay now and uh, you know all in all just uh, look out for one another when you're at work especially in a public space because the biggest uh, I guess the biggest stress in that moment was uh, the fact that everyone else was looking at us and it was just not a pleasant feeling to be that uh, you know cleaning the debris of some coca-cola blow up as jokes Um, But yeah, other than that, I encourage you to find more lightheartedness and more humor in your daily strivings and uh, don't be afraid to laugh at yourself and at your mistakes um, as silly as they can be because it actually shows, you know, the sort of uh, distance um, of oneself and uh, creates this uh, feeling of just being okay, even if not everything is okay you know a little bit of humor never hurt nobody so yeah let's just laugh a bit more and um, i wish you a great week stay happy this actually works here stay healthy and i'll see you next time